0: Suicide in the church, a pastoral perspective on this edition of Truth in Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth in Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. There are few people that I get more excited to be around than Pastor Nick Ellen, uh, Nick, I'm so grateful that you're here with us. I'm going to tell a little bit about you to some of our listeners. Uh, you're actually twice a doctor now. You have a DMin from Southern Seminary and a PhD from Southwestern Seminary uh, in biblical counseling. Uh, you're actually the first African-American uh, to become a fellow and a certified member back in 2004 with ACBC. And you're also serving as pastor of Community of Faith Bible Church as well as professor at the College of Biblical Studies. And this guy goes and teaches everywhere on planet Earth, and I love it. And I've seen him several times, even in this past year. We've had a great time together. Brother, it's so good to have you uh, with us on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been a privilege to serve with you in all these places we've been together.
0: Amen. Now, as we think about a, a very difficult subject, the subject of suicide, this is certainly a growing epidemic in the world that we live in. And there are a thousand ways that we could talk about this. I think it's important, Nick, with your background and history as a, as a pastor that you can really help give us some insight when uh, a member or someone associated with our church uh, commits suicide and the impact that happens. And h- how do we go about being a, a pastoral uh, leader in a situation like that? That's very, very difficult. And as we think through that, how, how do we help pastors think through the different categories of suicide
1: and and how as a shepherd we handle those categories? I think the first thing when someone commits suicide within uh, the family, the first thing that the church needs to do, I always say you need to be like Job's friends before they open their mouths. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were very comforting. They were very supporting. It's not a time to go into a theological discussion about Mm -hmm. it. I think it's a time more to show care, compassion, uh, and sometimes family members are left confused, they think it's their fault, mm-hmm. and we need to encourage and support them in that time, and then when the time is right, when we sense that they're open, to they begin to give some theological insight, but mm. the very beginning, I think, is just a comfort and support. Um, when it comes to suicide, what I've noticed is that even with the Bible, there are five basic passages of suicide, First mm-hmm. Samuel 31 uh, 3 through 5, Second Samuel 17, verse 23, 1 Kings 16, verse 18, Matthew 27, mm-hmm. verses 3 through 5, Judges chapter 9, verses 53 to 54. Mm-hmm. And as you study those, you'll discover that these suicides are put in two basic categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, one type of suicide is where the pressures of life are so great that a person doesn't want to deal with it, and as a result, They're seeking to take their lives because of the pressures, and I call that the external pressures of life. Mm -hmm. The other type of suicide you see in those passages and you see in real life are the internal pains of the heart. This is where a person is suffering from unrepentant sin. There's a guilty conscience behind something else that's going on, and they have what we'd call a noisy soul. And because there's nothing that seems to quiet that noisy soul, uh, these individuals have decided to take their own lives. Mm-hmm. So basically you've got the pressures of life external, the internal piercings of the heart from unrepentant sin. And mm-hmm. these two things can be key emphasis uh, that can lead someone to want to commit suicide.
0: Yeah, I think that's really helpful from a pastoral perspective is being able to see uh, really two ends of the spectrum on uh, what still manifests itself into a very difficult and uh, and, uh desperate situation. And so uh, that's really helpful, I think, even to, to talk with the family about uh, some of these different categories and what that individual may have been going through. And so now uh, we get to a place where we talk about hard conversations. I think you're very wise to, to say sometimes uh, we, we don't need to be Job's counselors in that uh, we open our mouth assuming what we think may have happened. There's a lot of mystery in the world uh, and that God has left it that way. We are not Him. We don't know everything. Uh, and often we don't know all the specific details and maybe we can never answer the question of why. So I think that's wise for us not to open our mouth to assume the way that Job's counselors uh, did. So that begs the question, now what type of counsel should we give? What, what, what should we give uh, for those who someone around them has committed suicide?
1: There are three things that I like to tell people that I think are very helpful, no matter what difficult situation they're in. And that is, let's try to identify the very nature of God that he wants you to embrace or the characteristic that he's allowed this situation to come up for you to embrace. So in other words, what is it about God that you think he wants you to trust him in right now in the midst of this difficulty? The second thing I try to help people to think about is in the midst of this difficulty, what is it about you that you think God wants to grow and change? What are the character development issues that can come out of this? And then thirdly, let's think through together how this could be a ministry opportunity in the future as you don't just go through this, but I like to say grow through this. Mm -hmm. How can this be used as a ministry opportunity to serve others? Because what I've discovered in most cases When this is happening to individuals, there's something about God that He wants us to embrace, Mm -hmm. something about ourselves He wants us to grow and change, and this becomes an opportunity for ministry in the future. And so my goal is to kind of help them work through that as I give them comfort through the pain and encouragement of the hope that God has for them in the midst of it.
0: I think that's important because it really redirects uh, that person's attention, really back to focusing on the light. Who is God? Uh, it really helps to refocus what the Lord may be doing, uh, as opposed to to thinking about all that's unfolding in the situation where they start to become uh, internal in their thoughts, maybe start to blame shift uh, onto themselves often as to why something like this happened. So these give really good three good categories uh, that help them focus on what a sovereign God may be doing in and with them despite a very difficult situation. So uh, maybe one more question that we could think about through this very difficult subject is, what should we consider about suicide? I mean, moving forward how do we how do we consider all these elements uh, of suicide well? How do we approach this from that pastoral perspective?
1: One of the things that I try to tell people, and uh, Dr. Jim Berg was very helpful for me in laying this out. Uh, one of the things that he said that I have always remember and I share with people, people who want to commit suicide have the right understanding of life. They just have come to the wrong solution. Mm-hmm. And basically, they've understood that life without God is meaningless. Mm -hmm. And what's the point? Mm -hmm. Uh, The solution, though, is not to take their life. Mm -hmm. The solution is for them to give their lives to the one who can make something of it and transform them. That's right. And so I think we have to help people understand that when there is a person who wants to commit suicide, they've learned something, Mm -hmm. but they need the guidance to see that the answer is not what they think. And there's a God who wants to, as he says in Matthew 11, come to me and he will give them two categories of peace. They get the peace with God, Mm -hmm. the justification. And as they walk with him, they'll get the peace of God, sanctification. Mm -hmm. And again, they'll get rest and find rest. Mm -hmm. And I think that could transform lives. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to really help people who are on the verge of thinking about suicide to consider those realities,
0: you know I think this is, has been a very helpful discussion, Nick, just because uh, when moments of crisis like that happen, uh, life seems to be moving so fast, there seems to be so many emotions and so many details that for us as a counselor, maybe for the pastor uh, they 're trying to sort out what do I do how do i how do I manage all this and what you 've done is you 've helped to anchor us to some critical Points, some ways of discernment, some some points of focus uh, from the scripture that we can we can help individuals wade through some very rocky ground. And so, thank you for that today. This has been really helpful to uh to to think through a really really tough and difficult subject like
1: suicide. Well, thank you again for having me.
0: You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. I want to make sure that all of you are aware of. Uh, The amount of training centers that the Lord has blessed us with throughout the United States. Uh, We have now over 70 training centers. Uh, One of those was one that Nick leads uh, the College of Biblical Studies in Houston, Texas. Uh, But that's one of many where you will find all kinds of very strong, solid biblical teaching on very difficult subjects just like this. So I want to encourage you, if you're listening and you would like more training in biblical counseling and like to know more about subjects just like this, how we minister the truth of God's word in very difficult situations, uh, you can look on our website and you can find a map that shows all of our training centers and the training that they offer as well. I want to mention too, I think might be helpful, is today we talked about this issue of suicide. Recently, we had an annual conference where uh, we talked about this issue, suicide and self-harm, along with the scripture. To think about these very difficult issues from a biblical perspective, I want to encourage you to go and avail yourself of all the resources that were produced from that annual conference. Not only did we have our plenary sessions focused on this very difficult subject of suicide, but many of our breakout sessions were also talking about uh, this very difficult issue as well from a biblical perspective, how we minister to well those who are thinking and contemplating suicide, and then how to minister to the families well after something like that devastating happens. And so uh, I want to encourage you to check out uh, all the resources that we have on this subject if it's of interest. And you can find more information about this subject and many of our other breakout sessions if you visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.